G'day punters, welcome to another massive edition of All In. We are here, it's a Wednesday night this time around, so might change the name of All In to um, some preview of some description. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the team, uh, Lewis Willoughby from, uh, where are you from, Louis? STC and uh, Sky Racing. Gee, you're flying, mate. You are, you, this, is the, this is the best intro to a the show I've ever seen in my I'd life. Call it a podcast. Yeah, yeah, but, call yeah. It. yeah. I'm back on. I'm on the show now. Uh, good, Gano, good.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, flying, flying. It's going to be a good weekend. Let's find some winners. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I sort of went a bit blank in my mind because I was going to make a, a private joke there, but I thought we don't want all 333 people um, yeah. hearing about your misfortunes <laughs> on the weekend. Dean Walling yeah. from DeanWalling.com and every other, um, anyone else that just pays money for anything in the uh, racing industry, welcome. Yeah, thank you, boys. Uh, good weekend it was. Uh, a little bit tricky, track pad a little bit tricky. I think this weekend, I spoke to the boys off air, it is one of the hardest weekends uh, Flemington and Rose who are on paper I've seen. So I think we've got to tread a little bit carefully but hopefully you two um, can carry the boats and full credit to you girl right she uh, put in a good ride on just fine i'll just take over there you don't need lou to do right of the week i'll just take over for you lou full credit there and full credit to you dino for um you know obviously taking note that that horse should be ridden forward on speed and get the job done i'm not sure how you did that but that's fantastic good job mate full credit to you <laughs> i love it a compliment backed up with a little clip. yeah yeah backhand up <laughs> Well, you know, we've got to stay on top of each other in here. Otherwise, our egos will get too big. Right, let's talk Tab Everest. We'll have a look at the King Charles and then we'll move forward on um, on the weekend of racing ahead. Obviously, a bit of moving and shaking happening in the Everest. Just go through the market here. I wish I win $4. Imperatory is highly doubtful now. Think about it. $4.50 private ice, $6. Bonus Nashos has been very well backed into $8 now. Sealander 11, Hawaii 5013, it's up. Been secured a spot for Chris Waller, 15 in secret, 15 overpass, speed horse, 15, Shinzo, $17, Mazu, $26. And uh, I note the alcohol free still hasn't been locked in there, but uh, then I'll throw to you first up. Who's your, who's your first, who's your top pick at the moment? Um, and then give me a, a front runner and a back and a back marker as well. So it might be, it could be one, two, or three here. Yeah. Good race coming up. Obviously, it's probably not a vintage edition. It's a little bit of a sort of in-between year to see who's going to put their hands up. Louis, you're big on this. It's probably not the greatest Everest edition it's going to shape up to be, but what it will be, it's a good race because there's so many different angles you can find. My leading horse at the moment would be toss of a coin between I wish I win and private eye. I think they're the two outside, out of mind. Um, they're probably the two leading chances. If you tie and giga kick, um, private eye just got beat last year in the Everest by that horse who carried 53 kilos. So, I think they're the top two. Um, I think outside of that, we obviously got one slot to fill, which is year-long slot. I dare say they'll pick up their own horse in alcohol-free. Um, we've seen Espiona get picked up um, as well as Shinzo. Two, Marzu keeps his slot, albeit had a little setback on the weekend. Um, outside of that, I was very impressed with the trial of Overpass uh, yesterday. Marzu was in that trial. He was, again, a little bit underwhelming. Shinwo, Shinzo was... Yes, yeah, okay. Just, just on that side, Andrew, Louis, I'll get your opinion. Did you see the trial, Louis? That, oh, I thought it was average at best. For which one? Marzu. Yeah, yeah, look, I think um, Marzu, uh, yeah, I, I'm not looking at Marzu for this year's Everest. I wouldn't pay much attention to the trial. I just, 
unless it had come out and won that trial by a thousand lengths, we're probably not talking about it anyway. So I'm happy to let Mazu go by the wayside this year. Sorry, Dan. Okay, going, mate. I just I'm interested in your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, no, it's that was a little mini Everest trial. So um, I love what Overpass did. Lack of speed. There's been no slots picked up other than probably Hawaii 5.0. So I think the front runners, I wish I win, and Private Eye. The one I want to probably be against is Mazu and the Smoky for me. Um, Gano's probably um, Overpass at Big Odds. Yeah, I love it. Front running horse there. Uh, Louis, do you see any speed in the race outside of Overpass here? Uh, well, no, not really, unless someone like an osmosis would get in. Uh, but but no, that's that's true. There's not like a designated leader. That that doesn't mean though that there wouldn't be speed on the day. It's still a high pressure twenty million dollar twelve hundred meter sprint. So uh, while there won't be something like an Eduardo or a Nature Strip perhaps going hell for leather out front, uh, you know the average length to average speed to the six hundred might go from nine lengths inside average to four lengths inside average. They're still going pretty quick. So yeah. um, I think every horse should get their chance still to capture what Dino said with the loss of some big guns from previous years, the one twos I just mentioned uh, lost and running, etc. What I think it does make for is a, an unbelievable betting race and B the chance for a future champion, a future star of this 1200 meter ranks for Everest to come to stand up and cement themselves. So yeah. I'm really, really excited for this race and the more I look at it, the more I struggle to see how they beat. I wish I win. Uh, it's a perfect lead-in off uh, that 1,400-metre Memzi, fresh in, back to the 1,200. Peter Moody's done this before with some very smart sprinters. One comes to mind off the top of my head, starts with B, and the second word starts with C. Um, so so you're, not, you're not drawing a line through that. You're black caviar, are we? But what I'm saying is not, not that I wish I win his black caviar, but that Peter Moody knows how to win thousand and twelve hundred meter sprint races. Just sort of clarify that before horses. the comments came in, started giving you a spray okay, out, yeah. so give you opportunity. <laughs> save, save, <laughs> me, save me there. Um <laughs> the concern obviously perhaps is a racing pattern, but I think they'll be able to position themselves more forward. And yeah, I, I, the more no one's really talking about I wish I win. There's a lot of because it was uh, ran so many horse. weeks ago and got selected so many weeks ago. All the yep. focus now is on the other horses, but the market hasn't missed it. Four fifty into four dollars. The smoky for me uh, I'm going to make yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dino overpass I think the trial was really good up on speed proven bomb proof horse tough as nails um and I, I think I agree with Dino there that that's the smoky yep spot on I think uh, overpass is definitely uh, I wouldn't even say a smoky overpass is the best go forward horse in the race tough as nails will be there for a very very long time I think overpass it represents value at fifteen dollars because once the speed maps come out. I don't think it matters what barrier it draws. They're going to have to no. gravitate towards it somewhat, right? No, it's not start favourite, but they've got to gravitate, gravitate towards it somewhat. And it could be one of those Everest where the leader just steals. I think we saw Renzel and Kieran go um, pretty reasonably slow sectionals. Uh, we, we might see a repeat of that. A horse that I'm really interested in, I think Hawaii Five O's has come back enormous and full credit to Gay and Adrian because they've just done a fabulous job with this mm. horse. He's improved significantly off that first up run, second up. I don't know how I didn't get the job done. Still half crook. Um, <laughs> horse out of those two, given the way the track played on Saturday, would you take just off that run? You'd take Hawaii Five O. Granted, think about it has naturally improvement. One's four dollars fifty though. One's thirteen dollars. So if I had to take Hawaii Five O, I think about it. I'd be taking Hawaii Five O. There's my thinking there. But I think Overpass is the Smoky. I think Hawaii Five O is, you know, the the um, the new kid on the block. And 
Fortis Notchus has been awesome. I've been keen on for a little while. So the three that I'm keen on. But I, I actually think this is the best edition of the Everest I've ever seen. There you go. I'll throw yeah. it out. Competitive. It's, it's, I think it's, it's competitive. It's been the most talked about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. I think um, I'd love to have had Giga Kick and Imperatrice oh. there. But I think the best thing about this year is you cannot knock anyone for an opinion. I think you could have a, a reason to back all these horses. I wouldn't be surprised. Race day, it'll be probably five, six dollars to field. Um, I think the yeah. the biggest thing about what we're talking about as well is going to be that the barriers are going to be so crucial. We sort of it's not much between them all in our minds. So who's going to get the best run? Uh, is there going to be a lot of speed? I think barriers are going to be so crucial. But I can't wait for it. I think it's um it's going to be one of the better ones. And like Louis said, we could see. I wish I win stand up and be the best sprinter. We saw Gear Kick do it last year. No one thought he could be, and he come out to be the, the best sprinter. And I think, as you said, the barrier draws, probably two horses that probably won't matter for will be Hawaii 5-0 and uh, they're the two, I yep. think, that will probably be beneficiaries of, doesn't matter where they go, um, if, or maybe a couple of futures bets, but the prices have probably nearly gone there. And uh, we sent out um, Hawaii 5-0 uh, as a bet for the champion sprint around $51 and the 26 is not a bad place still because it's still got a bit of... Uh, Bit of racing left in at this preparation, right? King Charles, King Charles, worth a cool hundred billion dollars. Uh, Mr. Brightside, two dollar thirty favorite fangirl, six dollars. Light infantry, six dollars. Apparently, the horse is flying. Amelia's jewel, eight. Buckaroo, never heard of it. Eleven. Kovalika, eleven. <laughs> Think it over. Eleven. Zaki, eleven. Right. Give us your, uh, give us your play or your early thoughts for the King Charles. Dino, if it's as simple as Mr. Brightside, just say it and we'll move on. Uh, the thing I do want to say, and it's not Mr. Brightside, a uh, couple of things to note. Think it over trialed on Tuesday, was pulled up by Nash, and he suggested that its action was awful and there was something wrong. So just wait and see what happens there with that horse. Um, it's obviously coming back from a tendon. This preparation won a group one last start, so hopefully all is okay, but just be careful back in it. Um, I would love to see Amelia's jewel go here. I think she can actually get close and maybe give Mr. Brightside a shout at around $9 all in. Um, I'd love to see him go this way. I just think the prize money and the setup in these two races from here to the Golden Eagle with no kick and kick just screams that's suitable for her. Like I think she can be a great horse, a Cox Bay horse next year, but 2,000-meter high-pressure race, this year's Cox Bay is actually shaping up to be pretty strong. So if you take out Brightside of Light Infantry and Fangirl, she's the fourth in line. I don't think she's fourth in line at a Cox Plate. So I think at the price, Gano, I'd be happy enough to have something on her small here at $9. Watch out. And um, we'll give you $8 there, mate. And, Louis, what have you, uh, what have you got for the King Charles? Yeah, struggling with this only because I don't know the overseas horses. I know that Hugh Berman's booked to ride Buckaroo, Light Infantry, apparently flying. Uh, have they got any others? Down the board, no. Berkshire Shadow? Yeah. I think, Zach, like, I think Zach Purton, I might have heard, I could be incorrect, but I think I heard Zach Purton will be riding light infantry. Yeah. I just I just don't know these horses. Mr. Brightside's the weight for age star, 230 is too short. Uh, Kerry Parker came out and said, all okay, we think it over, they press on. Yeah. So, yep. So that's the one, if you forced me to have a bet in this market right now at 7.06 p.m. on a Wednesday, I'd probably have something each way, $11.350 on think it over because... Let's say Amelia's jewel doesn't go this way, comes out. Kovalika yeah. um, won't be going here. Uh, it needs more than mm. uh, 1,600 metres, I would assume. Yeah, I think Cox Plate's the goal for it. 100%. Yeah. King Colorado goes to the Guineas and won't be coming here. So there's a few in the market around that price that um, are likely to come out. And so then I think you can maybe get 
shorter than $11 on the day for Think It Over, who is definitely going there, if all okay, which Kerry says it is. Love it. All right. I have no real opinion on the race, lads. Let's go to the uh, Turnbull Stakes, Flemington, this Saturday. There's a fair bit of rain down in Melbourne at the moment, but Flemington being the best training track probably in the world, if not the world, definitely Australia, probably likely to be, you know, maybe soft five, soft six to start the day and then uh, improve to a soft five, I'd say. Uh, worst case scenario, but this is a really good race chance. You've got Romantic Warrior, $2.10 favourite with Pab. Uh, remember what you are gambling with and you're always here promoting responsible gambling, gents. So keep up the good work there. Uh, Gold Trip, $23. Where are the better for it? Smoking Romans, Louis yeah. might tip this one at $251. This week, Francesco Guardi on a way to a Melbourne Cup, $18. West Wind Blows. Hopefully, Dana might be able to tell us more about that horse because I've got none. $7.50. Panko $6. Uncle Bryn, $23. What else we got there? Solcom. Not bad. $7.50. Not a bad price. Lewis Willoughby, kick us off with the Turnbull. Glad you ended on that one because that's the one I like, Solcom, at $7.50 and $2.30, as you mentioned. I thought the win first up from off the speed was huge. Always the sign of a stayer who's going to have a great preparation when they win or at least run very well fresh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, had no right, I thought, to finish as close as it did to Alligator Blood uh, in the Underwood. It got pushed wide on the turn. It flew home, and it managed to beat that uh, Anthony and Sam Friedman horse in the yellow silks. Without a fight. Yeah, who goes really good. So I think the form uh, out of that Underwood is perhaps not – okay, it's, I don't think it's the Mr. Brightside form line, but I I don't think maybe it's as poo-poo as people may try and make it out to be. I think it might be okay. Um, my third up. At 2,000 metres, yes. Obviously, the concern is get back from barrier two. I'm hoping now fitness and out in trip, they can maybe just hold more of a position. And if it gets any splits, I think it's going very, very well. Previous third up winner has one on the soft, doesn't want it too soft. But if we're on that kind of range, I think Sulcum is uh, a really good bet. And then Ossipenko is the other one I just wanted to mention at $6.00. Um, Ratings-wise, is easily up there, up top three in this race of what it's doing so far this prep. So could do a two-bet play, Osipenko and Sulcum, mainly the latter. Love that. Dino, what do you got for us? Yeah, very similar vein to Louis. I thought Sulcum, Osipenko and their international horse, sorry, West Wind Blows, are the three I wanted to sort of arrow in at. Romantic Warrior, obviously respect the horse um, a lot, but $2.10 first up. Just the stuff that's been in the media about it not eating up before it's leaving, a few other things. Just leave me out at $2.10. If it wins, it's great, but I, I can't be chiming in a 2,000-meter race at that price. Um, <clears throat> West Wind Blows has form around Paddington, albeit beat 6.5 lengths, uh, has form around Pile Driver as well and has really good 2,000-meter form as well as soft form. So I think there's a, a smart early market move, and that could be because of that. You always have to respect, obviously, internationals. Um that's my limited knowledge about that horse. Ostapenko was terrific last start. The last 200 metres there um, in the Maccabi Diva behind Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood was outstanding. I think it's screening for 2,000 metres now and beaten at the trip gate six. And it's just a lovely setup for that horse. And Louis, I think you hit the nail on the head with Sulcom. He was terrific in that race last start. I thought the way that Alligator Blood and Tuvalu turned the speed on from probably the six, 700 metres and where he landed meant that he had to sort of pick up and sustain 800 metre run. Um, and I thought he was a good as would out of fight. Um, and he's peaking now third up inside gate I like. I think he can settle two, three pairs closer. We'll need luck, but um, I'd be happy to play all three of those to beat Romantic Warrior, you know? 
Love that. Love that. Yeah, I think Romantic Warriors on ratings for what I think I can tell you is clearly the best horse here, but has been some concerns. This is not the grand final. Won't be completely screwed down. Draw barrier 11 for a horse that probably likes to sit on speed. I wonder what they do there. I would be surprised if they go handlebars down. So probably might just be, you know, might end up being five or six pairs back rather than two or three just because J-Max just says, well, the instructions are you don't want to push it forward. We don't want to you know, use it up too much here. So very interested to see how, you know, the race sort of pans out for it. Do you want to take $2 in a field of 18-odd or 16-odd, I think, will go around uh, of a horse that's drawn Barry 11? I think that's madness. Absolute madness. Plenty of people will. But plenty of people will do that <laughs> Definitely. as well. So, look, I, I was really keen with Ozapenko wherever it went, assuming it was going to go to 2,000 metres fourth up. But I think it's really, really easy bet to have. Damien Oliver is going to roll forward, going to be there or thereabouts over 2,000 metres. And a little bit of a sting out of the tracks, no real concern at all. Uh, I think it's perfectly placed and looks one of the better bets of the weekend, gents. So, I'm with Ozapenko. Louis, who are you with again? Uh, yeah, Ozapenko and Salcombe. Yeah, and Dino? Yeah, Osipenko from Solcom, and I'd have to throw in West Wind Blows into the numbers as well, but the main bet's the 7 and the 11. Super. Uh, you got a best bet for Flemington, Lou? Yeah, I'm going to have a bet on D Sonic Boom in the Tab Edward Manifold. It's race number four. It's over the mile. I don't know how. It's six fifty, and Legacies is four dollars. Um, Legacies was really good first up, but then playing second up, pulled up with a slow recovery. I often think slow recovery can just be the excuse for when a horse is <laughs> yeah. pretty bad. You know what I mean? Like, when a favourite's getting beat. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> pulled up with EIPH. Or yeah, rest you slow to recover when you didn't do anything in the run. Yeah. It, it makes us feel better as punters. I think they yeah, do that. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> have question marks whenever it says slow recovery. Throat issue, EIPH, et cetera, sure. But slow yeah. recovery, come on. I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's maybe it's not, not true, but, you know, maybe it's a serious factor or, or maybe not. But Dasani Boom... It's coming here. It's deep. It's fit. I thought it was unlucky not to win the list of Jim Maloney last time out. Just got caught up in between them, weaving passages. 1,600 metres now. Yes, on ratings. Uh, I think Sonic Boom and Legacies have it between them. I don't think anything else uh, can win, if I'm being perfectly honest. And I think Sonic Boom draws better and is better at this stage. So, yeah, happy to have it as my uh, Flemington bet at $6.50. Dino, Star Patrol Race 9 was really impressive first up. It still has room for improvement off what we've seen from it. it in its career to date, does have a peak second up record down the uh, Flemington Strait. Do you think it can jump off what it did uh, last start or do you think it's going to level out off that big run? Because it was a pretty, pretty tough run, I think. Yeah, they went about 12 lengths faster than average to the sixth and it obviously sat on that and held on late. I think the counter to that had three weeks between runs. Uh, the issue is now we have to take $2.50. I think the only danger in the race is jigsaw, but... Uh, first up, 1,200 metres is the query for that horse. So I'd be more than happy to take Star Patrol. I think he'll go two from two. Um, if he doesn't win, you'll know why. But the horses out of that sort of race, uh, trying to think, a couple have come out and run since okay. I think three weeks between runs is fine. Yeah, it's a testing 1,200 metres first up for Jigsaw. And I think mm. horses proven around a bend, but not so much proven down the straight. What's your best bet for Flemington, mate? Yeah, my best bet, race nine, number two, Star Patrol. I think he'd be too good for him. And for all the reasons we just spoke about, I think the main danger I can pot. So, therefore, um, Star Patrol looks good. But $2.50 is probably the query. I think you might get a little bit better, but um, he's hard to beat in race nine. Fair dinkum. They'll be sitting at home going, Gano's just set that up perfectly perfectly for Watling. Yeah, I had no, no. idea. <laughs> absolutely no idea. <laughs> there you go, punters. 
That's why we uh, just the just uh, nice just, sort of short ball when he's away. Yeah, well, bit of Ezra Man about it. Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, look, it's nice way a... to transition anyway to <laughs> the uh, <laughs> to Rose Hill. Rails in a true position is currently hosing here in Sydney, but it is Wednesday night, and I'd suggest the track will dry out to be on the better side of a um, of a good four come Saturday. Dino, would you agree with that summation? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, underbelly's really, really dry. We saw that today at the Kenzo track. We rained throughout the day, but they just couldn't make any ground because we had dried and fast cities along the rails. So rail back to the true, I would be forward of midfield unless we get significant rain, then it should even now. Love it. All right, Louis, let's kick off the race five, the Tab Roman Consul Stakes. We have Osmosis $2.40. Could be one of those horses putting their hand up for an emergency spot. In the Everest, King's Gambit five fifty, Celestial Legend five dollars, Barber seven fifty, Royal Tribute seven dollars. Louis, kick us off with the Tab Roman Consul. So I'm happy to stick with Osmosis, but I was hoping Celestial Legend would be shorter than five dollars, so I could have a reason to go against it. I I think that's a pretty good price. The five. Yeah. So I want to say uh, Osmosis <laughs> that I'll stick with it. And, and that's what I will say. It was too good, sat outside the lead. That speed was hot there in the Heritage, set up by Royal Tribute, who found nothing, whereas uh, Osmosis kept kicking and winning. Sitzo, I think, would map outside the lead again. Uh, they might go a, slouch, uh, a touch slower out to 1,200 metres here, but I don't think that would worry him. Probably may work into his hands. If they go fast again, he clearly can handle a hot speed. And I think there's improvement, obviously, to come second up. So I'll stick with Osmosis, but Celestial Legend, as Dino, you may touch on soon, was... Pretty unlucky in that race, got taken off his running at a crucial stage, had to swivel, balance back up, still found the line well. And obviously now out to 1,200 will suit second up. I think it'll be back again. Uh, yeah, I just wish it was shorter than $5, so I'd have a reason to say, no, I can't touch it. But, gee, the $5 is is super interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I was the exact same. I wish they were in separate races because it's sort of cannibalizing two bets. So I'd love to, wherever Celestial Legend was going, I was betting second up. Now it's running to, I'm going to the same race osmosis. I think the big tick for it, Louis, is second up 1,200 meters, so an extra 100 meters. And it was only first up of once off trial. So I think we speak about osmosis having improvement. I think uh, he will have improvement as well. But it's just hard that 1,200 meters set up around Rose Hills to shoot start again. So it's, again, hard to make ground. you just love to see Celestial Legend third up to Ramwick in a, say, 14 to 1,600-metre race. Um, Osmosis was great. I think we underrate how hard it is to win first up um, on a hot speed outside the lead. That's not the spot you want to be. So I think there's a lot of merit in that win. Bjorn Baker strikes at 12% first up the last 12 years and has a strike rate of 16% second up. So he always has natural improvement in his horses. I think that's another big tick for Osmosis. Lands where Louis suggested outside the leader again and should be too hard to beat. I think the big query horse is King Scambit. Back around the bend, trials are always great. I think it's D-Day for him. It's a small field. He's going to get every possible chance. He's going to get a lovely run, three pairs back. If he can't win, I think it's um, no-night for him. But, Gano, I wanted to ask you, I think the market can move a little bit. Royal Tribute is $7. I thought that was short for that horse. I thought maybe the, the market move in this would be Celestial Legend Firm and Royal Tribute probably get out. Yeah, absolutely. Royal Tribute should be double figures off what we saw last start. There's no doubt about that. And if it's double figures, it might get a bit of support because a lot of people like, like that SP and they'll, they'll, they'll hold on to it a little bit. I'm not sure why, but they just do. Celestial Legend has to probably start a fraction shorter and Osmosis, I can't imagine it getting much shorter than what it is because 
you know, I don't think you're going to be wanting to good race. Two dollars. King's Gambit's interesting. You know, fifty-six and a half kilos here. Tommy Barry, Barry seven. Probably the knock is the barrier seven. Uh, it wouldn't surprise at all to see this horse jump out of the ground and run a career peak. But mm-hmm. on trust, taking me, trust him. Uh, what do you do, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you get a good tried and true formula, right? We know what he's going to do. We know he's going to sit in the right spot. Uh, he's only going to turn up and do it again. Sorry, Dino. What I was going to say is, if you do like uh, King's Gambit. Five dollars is a good price to be finding yeah. out. Not three twenty down the straight with fifty other horses and never been down the straight. So that's the positive, I guess, for him. The price that he can get. I think the the thing in the straight that we've got to remember, and this is what happens, you know, what, however many days on we are, twenty one days on, he was actually travelling really well down the straight for the first four hundred meters, and then this white piece of paper or whatever it is has jumped out in front of him, and he's half sort of balked at it and uh, mm-hmm. lost half lost the plot. So. Complete pen job that Louis doesn't like that. He reckons it's something to do with um, slow recovery, Louis. Slow recovery. That's, yeah. yeah, no comment. What? You don't watch you don't watch replays, Louis, or are you too busy, too oh, busy texting while you're driving, son. Right, if the paper's done, him, I'll give it away. Let's go to the Nivison, the Rose Hill race nine, the Nivison. Wow, we are we digressing oh. today. Parasail, $3.20. Can she overcome the white gate? That's the question. Magic time. I know Dino loves this horse. Will he be with her again? Well, we'll find out. $3.90 there. And then it's pretty open outside of that. Queen of the ball. Surely you dropped off uh, Dino. $6.50 and longer the rest. Dino, what do you got in the Nivison? I haven't dropped off her. Queen of the ball. He's on top and one of the better bets of the day. I I just think there's a knock in the couple of in this race. There's no speed uh, speed at all to start with. 200 metres start. If you're drawn wide, you are cast. I think Zach Lloyd's going to push the button from 13 and Paracel's going to have to use the juice to go forward. If we remember, they clashed first up together. I can't remember the race off the top of my head, but there was only a pimple between them. And it wasn't a day he wanted to lead and Queen of the ball did lead. Comes out of a really, really strong Scirocco. Espiona's coming out of that race, the tissue, and we saw what Sunshine and Paris did in that race. Um, just didn't look suited. I think two weeks between runs or three weeks between runs just looked a little bit flat. Now has had four weeks between runs. Freshened up. Best runs have been fresh. Gate two controls the speed and runs them into the ground. So I think Queen of the Ball should be shorter. Magic time's a danger. Uh, was good first up behind a Sephora in the 1100 heat. Uh, we saw Asphora uh, sorry, run um, to sort of half a length, a length to a pair of trees. Parasail is the one that I probably want to get out in the market. Just saw the gates just awful. So queen of the ball for me, Louis. Yep, I wanted to go for value here with that bad draw and short price for Parisal. I tried to find she's all class first up, but I didn't like the trials. Um, and that trial form has been dreadful, especially that first trial. You want to worry about white bits of paper trial form? Does that even, does that even <laughs> oh, exist? I'm stirring no you up because it was your horse that ran, that that won the trial, you bozos. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Oh, you well, you're spot on. Someone tells me the placement of that horse from one.com wasn't the best, but we'll work towards it. Oh, you set him I, up um, beautifully. I found well, magic, magic time at three ninety for all the reasons Dino said. Um, Wide, good, first up in the heat. The jump out win at Cranbourne since very strong. Second up here, yes. So magic time on top. And the one I'm going to play each way is Russian Conquest. Uh, first mm. up, one trial over the 1,000 metres. Sat last in the trial and won nice under try. a pretty big hold. It was a very, very smart trial. 
Go back to its last preparation when first up, it was really unlucky in a Group 3 Gold Coast Guineas. It still rated well that race. And I think from barrier six here is a genuine player down on the minimum, the 54 there at $14. So magic time on top to beat Russian Conquest at a price. Super stuff. Yeah, I found it really hard. I thought Parasol, given the lack of speed, can um, spear across to the front. And I think that'll be an advantage. We, we know Zach's aggressive, so we know that'll happen. Do you want to take three dollars forty? Probably not. I think it probably she'll probably start closer to four dollars if she does. She's a bet. Otherwise, it's just a sit back and watch. Um, well, Louis, you've carved me up again just for another week. Nothing unusual there. Before, before we end it, give us your best bet around. We can hopefully, for God's sake, hit the punt as a winner, would you? Yeah, well, I'm trying, I'm trying my best each week. You know that, mate. Um, yeah, look, I'll I'll make it I'll make it magic time. I actually am pretty keen in this race. And then you watch Russian Russian Conquest win and you guys will say I didn't tip you one, even though I've given you a pretty <laughs> yeah. um, magic time. Magic time. Magic time. Fantastic. And your best bet at Flemington was? Uh the best bet at Flemington, I'll make uh the Sonic Boom in the Edward Manifold. Fantastic. And Dino, best bet at uh, Rose Hill, then best bet at Flemington for me, please. Uh, race five, number three, Osmosis is the best bet at Rose Hill. Race nine, Star Patrol is the best bet down there in Melbourne, Gunner. Fantastic. Yeah, my best bet was Ozapenko at the price. I'm really starting to warm to him now. Um, didn't find him straight away, but now I've found him and I'm pretty keen there and at Rose Hill race for number 12 Stannis Lance well, it was pretty Ooh. good goes back to benchmark 78 now at a listed grade obviously goes uh, up against older horses but 52 kilos Zach Lloyd Godolphin have just his you know perfect recipe for success and this is how they do it uh, this horse was, was pretty good in and behind them um, behind some talented ones they put out $12 I'm not went to the heritage was it? it was sorry the heritage. mate yeah. Heritage, wasn't it? Yeah. Beyond osmosis. Yep. They put out twelve dollars. I wasn't quick enough, but they still got around eight dollars around, and that's that's still value. I had a mark closer to six or was five dollars sixty I had a mark, I think, off my head. And I thought that was a bet because I think it's a very, very even race and I had it on top. I just fantastic, fantastic betting proposition. Extravagant stars in that race, but barrier eight, not ideal over eleven hundred meters. Right, our lads, it's been an absolute blast covering some uh, some racing when we know barrier draws and horses are actually going yeah. there. It's been yeah. good fun. Uh, Louis, no hundred and fifty to one dollar pops this week, but uh, hopefully your best can get up. And Dino, thank you very much for your time. You're a superstar. I know you're the busiest man in racing, but uh, we do appreciate your time. Always time for you too. And hopefully, does that mean we should maybe tip a couple more winners because we've got barriers out? Is that that's not a thing? If we don't, we're likely we will see how we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, boys. See you, lads. Bye.